0: I'm Lonely Wilkins, and this is the Upstreamers Podcast, where we challenge moms to respond instead of react. Join us as we fight the currents of this culture and swim upstream. So, today I'm going to tell you a story from my book, Knee Jerk Mom. It's called The Pool. So I've never really been a great swimmer. I am faced with that reality every single time. I am near the water. I'm just not a great swimmer and I never have been. I did take swimming lessons when I was little, like pretty much everybody, but I could only do the basics and I honestly wasn't even great at those. So growing up, you know, there's pool parties for kids and stuff and so I felt kind of sad every time I was invited to a pool party. I was like, where's the floaty? I cannot do this. Everyone wanted to play, you know, like water polo and volleyball. And I'm like, I can barely keep my head above water. This is no fun. So I would pretend like, you know, I wanted to sit on the side or I just didn't really feel like it. One day I was invited to a church party and it was at the super cool, like new swimming pool. It was like the beach kind of in the middle of the city they had this concrete floor but they would put all this sand around it you know and the pool angled down so it's deepest in the middle the nearest beach to where i lived was several hours away so this was like a really big deal i played with my friends for a while it was pretty fun i just went in about chest deep that was kind of my comfort level And after a while, one of my friends, she was a great swimmer and she's like, hey, you can ride on my back. Let's cross the pool, go to the other side. So I jumped up on her back and she glided effortlessly through the water. It was like, wow, are you like part mermaid? So we reached the middle of the pool and my friend was like, well, hey, I'm getting kind of tired. And so she just dropped me off. My body was not doing what I wanted. Water was pouring in over my head. And I tried to open my eyes, but it was stinging, right? The chlorine. So I closed them again and I'm flailing around. Finally, I managed to you know, claw my way through this water up to the surface and I'm screaming, help me. But really, it probably came out like, help me. I was basically drowning. I was drowning. And in that moment, I had a thought come to my mind. Wow, I might die like this. I was still conscious, but I was barely aware of what was going on. I remember just keeping my eyes closed and losing my strength. Then I felt something lightly brush my right hand. And then I gripped it with all my might. I mean, that was all I needed, right? Just a little rush of the hand and I gripped it with everything I had in me. And then suddenly I'm being held up above the water by this hairy man's arm. And he's looking at me like, Oh my gosh, there's a little girl drowning. And I accidentally saved her. And I honestly don't remember much about it. After that, I was taken out of the pool somewhere. People might've given me mouth to mouth. Maybe they just flipped me over. I honestly have no memory of that. I thought I saw my mom's face and Maybe the friend who let go of me, the man who rescued me, onlookers. I don't know. It all faded in and out. But I knew one thing. I had been trapped beneath the surface. But now I could breathe and I was alive. While I was drowning in that pool, all I wanted was to be saved. So after I went home, I remember being really angry it kind of caught up to me, you know, I was shocked at first by everything that happened. But when I got home, the anger set in. I was like, that girl dropped me. She didn't even turn around. She didn't really know I could swim, but I was still mad about it. And then I realized, you know, it was actually my decision to climb on her back. And my problem wasn't really that she dropped me. But my problem was, I can't swim. My focus was just on my difficult situation and not really on the real problem underneath. I was focused on my external circumstances. I thought other people are my problem, but they really weren't. It was me. You know, our lives are just the culmination of all of our decisions. Each choice that we make, it leads to the next one, the next one, the next one, day after day, year after year. (laughs) We're where we are because of our choices. It's just so easy to blame other people, isn't it? I mean, am I the only one who, when I have a hard time, I think, oh, it's their fault. But that's just, you know, human nature. And it's as old as the garden. You know, the snake made me do it. Oh, the woman made me do it. We are where we are because of our choices. Yes, there are many things beyond our control. I totally get that. But our ability to sink or swim in life is based on how we decide to respond. That's a choice we get every single time something happens to us. We can react without thinking, choosing a knee-jerk life that's full of chaos, or we can choose to respond. We can focus on how our reactions and our lives are impacting the people around us. It's not just affecting us. It's affecting our kids and our husbands, all of our relationships. Every day we make these decisions. Every day we get to choose. Before we go, I want to tell you a story about how I lost it one day. And no, this was not an isolated event. I completely lost it in the car with my kids. And I want to tell you this story, not because, you know, I'm self-deprecating and, oh, I'm such a bad mom. No, I am the mom who is growing into her motherhood. I'm the mom who's imperfect, but, you know, being refined every day by the Holy Spirit. If I can have an experience like the one I'm about to tell you and get through it and learn to stop yelling at my kids, If God can do that in me, he can do it in you too. I hope it's encouraging to you. I'm almost super embarrassed to tell this story, except that it's just the truth. And I think being vulnerable is a powerful thing. So there I was sitting in a parking lot with my kids in the back. I had two children at the time. Can I just say, by the way, that I know I have six kids But I thought having two kids was super hard. So, you know, no judgment whatsoever on how many people we have in our families. I just think being a mom is a holy task. And no matter how many children we have, one or 15, you know, it is hard to be a mom. It rocks the core of what we want. And we have to lay our lives down to be mothers. So way to go, mom. Okay. So I'm sitting in the parking lot. We just went shopping. I was feeling super frustrated because I hadn't dealt with any of my children's behavior. I didn't know how to prep them to go into the store. I wasn't really training them well and um, you know, giving them boundaries. I was trying out a new parenting uh, method that a lot of my friends were into, and that's a whole other podcast. Um, but suffice it to say, I was kind of in a rut as a mom. And things had been piling up for a while. And one day I just lost it. Totally lost it. I remember sitting in my car in the minivan and I'm gripping the wheel as tightly as I can. And I'm kind of shaking it and I start punching it and then I start screaming. "Ah!" And I can't scream that loud on this podcast. It would seriously scare you and whoever's next to you. But I was, and I scared myself. Honestly, I screamed so loud. It hurt my vocal cords. And then I looked up in my rearview mirror. I had a baby and a two-year-old at the time. I looked in the rearview mirror and his eyes just bugged out like, whoa, my mom is a crazy person. And I just saw the look on his face and it wasn't judgment. It wasn't anything except for fear and my heart just totally broke. You know, it just broke. You know, God, the Holy Spirit gripped my heart in that moment, and I've never been the same. You know, a knee-jerk mom is just a mom who makes reactionary decisions about who she listens to, what she thinks, how she speaks, and how she spends her time. She's stuck in a cycle of action and reaction. And that was me. With Christ, things can be different. I'm not bound to be that knee-jerk mom. I don't have to act that way. I don't have to react that way. And it just gives me a lot of hope as I keep leaving behind my knee-jerk mom ways. You know, God is in the business of rescuing, reorienting, and restoring us to the lives that we were meant to lead. So do you feel like you're drowning? what kind of knee-jerk tendencies do you have? If you want to hear more, feel free to pick up a copy of my book, Knee-Jerk Mom at Amazon or Barnes & Noble or wherever books are sold. And I'd love to hear from you. Have a great week, ladies. And remember to keep swimming upstream.